Hey everyone, this is Benja Well Done in the audio version of my YouTube channel, Benja Well Done Comedy, playlist Waiting for the World, where I document my rise to comedy starting from when I moved to Texas a little over a year ago in 2018. If you have any live question about absolutely anything having to do with love advice, joining the military, foreign travel, business, you name it, feel free to send me an email at Benja, B-E-N-J-A, well done, W-E-L-L-D-O-N-E at gmail.com. And once a week, I'll anonymously give you an answer to your question, roasting the shit out of your situation just to make light of it, followed by giving you a real legit answer. Thank you for your time and stay tuned. And we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live from the hardware store. I had to uh, get some random supplies but uh, I got him. I actually, correction, I actually just uh, got back from doing comedy. I was at a bus station. I did about eight minutes. Um, it was a, a good set. But you know what? It, what? One of the things I always love about comedy is until you, you kind of theorize in your material and you try, I try to dial it in as close as possible before even uh, uh, saying it. Um, but it's always amazing to me what I consider probably won't be that funny and how hard it hits and how successful and how hilarious it is. And I'm there like, okay. And the things that I I believe will probably hit hard and it doesn't, you know? Um, That's one of the most fascinating things about comedy in general is that uh, until you actually apply it and you, you, as I'm philosophically and realistically saying in all aspects, uh, hit the streets and uh, do some open mics, uh, go out to a bar, uh, uh, improv, whatever the case may be. You don't ever really, you, you have a, a, a good idea, but it always, in, in a very positive, good way, surprises surprises me in a, in a, again, a very positive, good way, as far as like what is effective and what's not, or what's more effective than expected and less expected and less effective than uh, than um, expected as well. So, I just, it, it's just so weird. I said this one thing uh, about being, I got trapped in an elevator one time when I was in DC and um, the whole story, I'm telling myself on a one to 10, it's gonna be like a six. It was like a 12. Uh, this, this whole circumstance that happened while I was in this elevator. Um, it was really, really good. But uh, you'll hear it. Once it comes out, you'll hear it. Um, but, uh, and then I said something else that I expected it to be like a 10 and it was like a 6. So I was like, okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really amazing. It, it just, it really is amazing to me. And that's part of the, part of one, one of my fascinations about comedy and one of the reasons I love it so much. By the way, as you can tell, I'm wearing a hat, which I normally do not do. Um, but I'm trying a new mode. It's called like live focus. So it's like focusing on me and making the black background blurry. It's kind of cool, right? You feeling it? Glad you spoke up. Joking. I know I'm by myself in the car. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, the whole purpose of me leaving my house was so that I could work on new material. Uh, I went to the bus station. I did like a solid eight did, I did about eight minutes. I was going to say a little bit more, but it was just talking about 
the next two minutes after that, the next two minutes of a 10 minute set. Um, I feel like there's, there's some sticking points, um, which brings me to my next point. I'm not trying to say point multiple times. In the exact way, it always surprises me, in again, a positive way, how certain material works much better than planned uh, and how other material does not. It also always surprises me how dumb people are. Yeah, there's no other way to say that. I'm serious. Um, and, and, and not just that, on the flip side of that, how smart people are. So here's what I'm getting at. I made a reference to something that is very public knowledge, that is normal, commonly known. There's no secret behind it or anything. And I've said this to multiple different people at bus stations, uh, like at the mall, a gas station. Nobody has a clue about this one thing that I'm referring to. But to myself, I'm telling myself it is public knowledge. It's more. It's one of those things where it's like people should know. But uh, but apparently they don't. And then if I make like a a general rule of comedy is don't make obscure, not just local, but cultural references that are too obscure. Um, and I made a very obscure reference uh, once, and it worked. And I was like, oh, it won't work again, but I'll say it again. And apparently it's not obscure as is believed. It's apparently very well known. So um, it's, anyway, it's, it's just sort of shocking. Let me give you something, a perfect example, just to give you an idea. Everyone should know who the president of the United States is now because he's loved, because he's hated. Fill in the blank. I'm not getting into it. You should know. You should also maybe know the first black president. I mean, maybe, kind of, or the or light skin. I don't care what you want to call him. Um, all right, I don't even have to say who it is. Like him or hate him, you should maybe know who that guy is. Some people think that the president is actually... Um... Anyway, I I'm not going to get into it. But basically, that's just an example. And those simple facts that everyone should know, especially in America, whether you like them or not, because these are such polarized figures, um, uh, do not know that. Which seems like it's impossible, right? But again, that's just, that's not the example that I gave. I'm just, I'm, I'm giving an example of the example. I'm done talking about it. You get what I'm saying. Um, what the hell? What's going on here? It looks like there's a bus stop, a bus that stopped in front of a car. Maybe a car hit a bus. I bet you that's what happened. I bet you a car hit a bus as the bus is trying to cross the street. Either it's a bad bus driver or a bad uh, driver in a car. But anyway, all I was getting at, it, it had nothing to do about the presidents, but it was something that, that obvious where it's like, how much do I have to dumb this down before people know? And other things, it's like, how, it's like, how specific, other things is like, how broad can I talk about this one topic so people will start to understand it? You always want to have that happy middle. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be too specific, um, ideally, if someone might not know, but you also don't want to be too broad. 
But it, anyway, that, that always surprises me. What people know and what people don't really know. What people think is funny, what people don't really think is funny. So that's that. Um, now I'm working on crossing the damn street because uh, this is so exciting hearing me talk about crossing the street. What the heck is going on? Can I just get in here? Come on, let me get in. Can I wave? Can I wave? Can I wave? Can I wave? She's not even fucking looking. Yo, lady, come on. You don't need to take a look. All right, just keep driving. Sorry about that. My inner strength is leaping out. I love traffic. Um, the problem is not even the traffic. The problem is that every single, every single, keep it going. Come on, honey. Let's go. Move it. Move it. Every single car keeps slowing down. Hey, lady, thank you. Every single car, oh, gosh. Everybody was stopping and slowing down instead of just passing it. Um, I hate it when, you know, you know when people do that shit and they just drive by and they go. Anyway, um, what else is going on? I don't want to get into it, but I'll, I'll mention it. Kobe. Kobe passed away. If I say Kobe passed away, that should be a reference as far as who I'm talking about. It shouldn't have to be too specific. Um, apparently a comedian made a joke about it. Other comedians are making fun of the comedian. And it's this whole like war of words thing now. There's such a weird dynamic of things that's happening in not just the world of comedy, let alone helicopters. Um, but that's an awful... Uh, circumstance all on its own just to have a uh, everything that happened um, but the number one thing that I knew that would happen for this is people are going to privatize off of it when Kobe passed away I told my buddy within 24 hours they're going to start to have like a television special just about him or for him to try to get ratings every single TV is it's disgusting it's so gross people try to capitalize on that kind of stuff you know it, to me it just it's gross, but I but I expect it. Um, it is news, and if it's the news business, then it's expected to try to talk about it. But trying to capitalize off it, that's just gross. But uh, anyway, getting to what I was getting at, there's this uh, comedian, Ari Shafir, very talented, um, and he has been called out by a lot of comedians, and it's crazy because. Who is right in a circumstance like that? Are the people that are fellow comedians right for calling out and saying what another comedian's free speech is relegated to, to say what he can and cannot say? No, that's not right. But it's also not right for him to be talking mad shit about a horrible, horrible thing that happened like that. There's a stupid phrase that comedians say sometimes, which is like, too soon. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hacky. But if it's funny and not tasteless, that's when you should know, even as a comedian. Otherwise, if it's not funny, you're just coming across as an asshole. Here's the problem, though. Most comedians don't want to come across as an asshole. So you can't be mad at them for working on material. Unless they're not going to use the material and they're just being an asshole. Um... 
there's a small line that's walked between trying to be funny, trying to be insulting, and working on material. If you say, nope, it's completely done, that's that's the joke, and all it does is offend people, like, you're not, you're not doing the job right, okay? It, you shouldn't be mad at a comedian for saying a joke as it's not fully finished, as he's still working on it in its early stage and stuff, um, because that's not the goal. The goal is to make you laugh and to bring joy to it. A perfect example. Um, there's a 9-11 joke. 9-11 was a horrible tragedy. This guy made a 9-11 joke. This one guy. Um, that Zach Gilifanakis guy or whatever. He's made a 9-11 joke and it was hilarious. But it wasn't necessarily about 9-11 it had to do with the date. So he managed to take a circle, which is brilliant, because he managed to take a horrible, horrible moment and bring some joy out of it. And here was the joke. He said, somebody asked me where I was during 9-11. I said right back to him, what year? Come on, if that's not a great joke, what year? <laughs> like, it's so stupid, like... <sighs> anyway, so, I'm at my house. I gotta go do some stuff, but um, it's always good getting this out. I'm looking, you know, my YouTube channel is getting... Actually, believe it or not, the podcast is actually growing the most, even, even more than the uh, YouTube version, and I'm not surprised... Um, cause YouTube is so populated and overpopulated and even nowadays everybody has a podcast. Um, I feel like television and podcasts and open mic and comedians, I feel like there's such a, and this isn't even like opinion based, this is fact. Actually, it just remind me, I, I gotta get, um, gas too. So we're a little bit longer. Um, I feel like there's such an oversaturation of um, material in general, it's very, 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 very challenging when there is great material or a great this or a great that, fill in the blank, you name it, to find a good one because there's so much bad ones out there. So it's a double-edged sword. On one side, it's easy nowadays to get discovered by luck keywords by luck however by intention of the person producing that material it is very challenging because with everyone having the equal idea and goal set of getting discovered getting found getting recognized getting noticed etc um, it, it weighs down on everyone else who actually is putting in the work to do that. So, perfect example, again, if there's 4 billion people all trying to be comedians and only 100,000 of them are actually trying hard, they're actually, they're not just taking up time and a spot on an open mic list or... That lady was driving so close, that lady. She still is. Crazy, crazy lady. Um... 
it's extremely hard for those 100,000 to, to rise up and get better. Which is a, a huge number. But I'm just giving an example. Okay? Um, be, because of all the people that still get a slot to try or because they don't have a work ethic and but they still want to uh, it's like it's like the famous saying goes everybody wants to be a champion nobody wants to train that's one of the reasons I love combat sports and math yeah combat sports and math combat sports because it's very definitive one guy wins one guy doesn't win provided by uh, it's not left up to the judges in the, in the decision okay you choke a guy out punch him and he doesn't get back up very definitive, you know who won. But math is the ultimate um, and definitive um, results uh, of any scenario because if you took a test and there's a thousand questions and it's all math related, um, you can always find the answer and it's not a, it's not subjective. The answer is right. You can get 100% on a math exam, getting it on something that's um, it's more opinion based you're only going to get like a 98 it's such a weird thing because like I'm way off topic but anyway it's such a weird thing if you were to do like a term paper for like a college or something right because there's no criteria for 100% there's not there's not there's no criteria for 100% for a term paper they can give you every single time no pro no problems no, no grammar errors maybe they just maybe they just don't like your stance on it or maybe they're just being a dick regardless whatever the circumstance is um, that's another reason that I've always like loved math and not just that math in my opinion um, it's very strategic and what I'm getting at what I mean by like strategic is that like math helps with problem solving because you that's that's uh, algebra one on one I mean one on one one on one with math in general there's no question as far as uh, whether there is a problem in an answer algebra just as a perfect example is a form of math where you start out by saying what's possible what the answer is and that there's something missing kind of like a small mystery so when you start to develop math skills totally this is way off but I'm, I'm going there anyway the better you are at math the better you should be at uh, problem solving skills I don't mean um, uh, with your I just mean like it's like a very structured way to, to have decisions being made because the better you get at math, you're memorizing more stuff uh, in a certain order. You have formulas and that and this and the whole nine yards. Uh, football reference. Got Super Bowl in a few days. Um, but it's like memorizing one thing on top of another. Even if you didn't have it memorized you have to have everything lined up and everything correct in order to get the right answer. But that kind of structure 
And that kind of way of thinking really truly does help you when you have parallel circumstances and you have a lot of different options and you have to choose like, okay, which is most important? How are you going to execute this? Yada, 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 yada. So anyway, that's how I feel about that. I got to get some gas. Um, I'm going to pay attention to the damn gas container. But I hope everybody has a beautiful one. And uh, I have so much stuff that I'm working on. I'm really looking forward to um, to tell you the next good good thing that happens. I'm really learning and discovering and figuring it out, and I've already learned it. But it's it's a strong realization that everything that I should be attempting should be weighted with the value of, and it is with the value of. Um, how big of an impact it's going to have for me to take that opportunity. So, for example, if there was an if there was five opportunities, um, I want the one that's going to have the biggest rippling effect to take me the furthest. So, instead of committing hypothetically on a show that is um, uh, that does not have casting calls and and. Uh, not not casting calls. It does not have, um, uh, what's it called, um, talent agents and gig opportunities and stuff like that. Whole nine yards, and one does. It's pretty simple. Um, but even just just knowing how much how much value something has in order to take the opportunity. If it doesn't, th there's not much sense in even taking it depending on what the return is going to be. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm starting... What I'm getting at is... I don't want to talk in circles, but... What I'm getting at is that... Um, I figured out, and I'm really applying this now, which is... Only taking the best opportunities... Because I can only do one at once, really, essentially. Um, no matter what that opportunity is. Depending on when it is and, and how much it pays me in value, not necessarily um, monetarily with money. Uh, it might be, maybe. But just how much it pays me back for doing that because my time is valuable. And um, with that being mentioned, all the decisions should be made as I make all decisions already strategically. But with a level of care to know that if I have an opportunity of doing something um, that's not worth it, it's kind of simple to say. Don't just do it just to do it. Do it because it'll actually take me somewhere. And I've actually done opportunities that I know that it won't take me anywhere. But if that's all I got, I'll do it. But if not, um, I'm going to start scouting out, which I, again, I am already doing. Uh, I'm starting to scout out more opportunistic opportunities because by having that as the goal, I know that'll take me further to, to my eventual goal, which is doing comedy full-time. So, well, I'm at the gas station. I finished those thoughts. It's cool just to get them out, air them out and everything. I hope everybody has a great, great um, day, week, weekend, etc., um, Super Bowl and everything to come. Check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, which I got fixed. Kind of. I got a new one, so I didn't really get it fixed. 
And um, that's it. I'm Benjamin Well Done. Check me out. Take care, guys. Peace.